The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. I'm so excited to have our guest coming from across the pond, as they seem to say, Miss Emma Jade. Say hello to everyone. So so grateful for you to take the time to be here. I want to start with, obviously, you're in the United Kingdom, which is great. I want you to start by kind of giving us a little background. How'd you get involved in in dentistry? How'd you get into this awesome community? Great question. Well, I was originally actually meant to be a hairdresser. Didn't wasn't sure what I wanted to do with my career when I finished school, and uh, spent my last summer holiday of freedom down by the coast, having fish and chips. And uh, my dad come home from work, and he said, "How's college?" And I was like, oh, about that. I was like, hairdressing's not for me. I don't want to stand on my feet all day. And he said he just fixed a a dentist boiler so that I'd be starting there on Monday. 13 years later, here I am. So it sounds like it was a collective family discussion and and a decision there to to kind of make it a little fun. So... When was that? How long have you been involved in dentistry? How long ago, how long ago did you get in? And I started my apprenticeship in dental nursing. So I'm 29 next Thursday. So yeah, being nearly 13. Yeah. It's been a bit. And so you've transitioned and you do consulting work and you help dental dental practices, dental owners. That's right. Yes. Is that right? How'd you make that transition? So I started off as an apprentice nurse. I quickly worked my way up to be the senior head nurse, making sure I was doing the ordering, looking after the daily checks. We then had the management go off with mental health. So I stepped up, ensured that it didn't affect the business, the daily run-ins, looking after the medical emergencies kit, ordering. And then I got made redundant, unfortunately. And that's when I decided that I'd moved to London to pursue my career. And I actually just found a guy setting up his own clinic and I just asked if he wanted my help. So I joined the team. It was just me and him. And it went from me and him. He was the dentist. I was the nurse to eventually having 30 staff. We general prosthetics, aesthetics, cosmetics, implants, you name it. We've done it all. Open Monday to Friday, nine till eight, Saturday, Sundays. And then I decided to use all my knowledge gained and put that with my destiny in life, which I believe is helping others. So that's where LinkedIn was born. It's awesome. Yeah. And the website, by the way, is, is linkedin.co.uk. We'll make sure that's, in, that's right. We'll make sure it's on the website, social media and all that wonderful stuff. So tell me, what are some problems that you're seeing? I know it's it's amazing to me that you know, when we talk to people in Australia or the United Kingdom, how many of the problems seem to be worldly problems, not just localized problems in our industry? What are some of the problems and struggles that you're seeing in England and the UK? So right the now? struggles I'm seeing a lot are um, helping patients with the cost of living crisis at the minute, which is affecting quite a lot of people. So what we like to do is see that we can offer 
monthly plan subscriptions employing that into dental clinics so that people can spread the cost of their general checkup also having finance options for bigger treatments so that patients can afford the treatment and pay monthly so are you those those monthly types of plans are those plans that they're paying for whether they're doing treatment or not like it's pretty common here that there'll be in-house plans where a dentist may charge three four hundred dollars five hundred dollars per year that'll include two cleanings you know x-rays cleanings exams and then they'll get us a percentage off any treatment that they need or treatment that they want is it that same type of thing or is it more like uh, a monthly plan where you're just paying a flat rate every month and that includes whatever type um, of treatment I think treatment it's important to try and cater to all patients. We're all in different kind of boats. So having different plans to suit different patients, you know, some patients have perio issues and need more hygiene visits and others, you know, just need one checkup a year, others looking at two. So having different options for the different plans to be suitable to the different patients. A lot of people can sure. be off put yeah. as well by, you know, a big chunk of money for an implant. So being able to spread the cost of an implant on a monthly payment plan makes it affordable and it makes better conversion for the patients when they come for their consultation. Sure. Are you using, do you recommend using finance companies for that or do you have dentists that are, that are actually holding that in, inside? So taking payments inside themselves as opposed to using like a finance company or a credit card company? Yeah, so again, like can do a bit of both really. We can look at doing an in-house option where they'd have had to put down most of the money first prior to getting it. Because obviously if the patient then you know, leaves, you're not in a good predicament then everything sure. the best option is the finance obviously you would then get the whole money paid to you minus the finance fee. and right. then if any payments are missed that's out of your hands you know the only thing is that they will take the fee but otherwise it's a lot more easy to handle what other types of struggles and challenges are you seeing dentists face right now in, in I'm seeing UK? a lot of dental practices that currently don't have something called a treatment care coordinator, which is mm. really important and essential to bring in value into your brand. It's nice, I think, because some patients think, oh, dentist. Sometimes they don't take in all the information. They don't feel comfortable asking certain questions, especially about finance. We can also utilise that patients and gain testimonials and taking that patient aside and connecting with them, building a relationship with that patient. It's harder to do once you're a clinician, constantly just doing your consultations all the time. Sure. So if we, for our listeners that want to check out your website and visit your website, linkedin.co.uk, Tell me, what are they going to find there? What are some things that, what, what kind of value are they going to find once they come to So there's quite a few things on the website. I've helped start up lots of dental practices and going to dental conferences, I found that so many dentists said, oh God, how do you run clinics? Like I wouldn't know where to start. And I thought, well, I've done it a few times. You know, for me, it's it's easy. I can do it in my sleep, it feels like. So I wrote a practice startup guide so that clinicians can purchase that, run through that prior, 
I've made all my mistakes, put all them in there so we can prevent, you know, anyone else going through that. I've also written two consulting masterclasses, one treatment care coordinating and one implant masterclass. So this is where the, the TCO performs the consultation, gives the patient a proposal of price, which saves the dentist wasted chair time, means they can spend their time doing their dentistry opposed to consulting. And it just saves wasted consultations as well, people that just coming in to confirm the price. I've also written a three-month dental coaching program for practice owners so that we can really grow the clinic internally, the employees, the staff, and their own skill sets. That's, that's fantastic. So let me ask you this question. When practices are starting up, I see a lot of mistakes that startup practices are making. And I know you said you've done this several times. You have a great, great amount of experience and help people with this. What's the biggest mistake that you see them make when they're starting up or potentially are going to make when they're I starting think recruitment up? recruitment is essential. I think when starting up a practice, mm -hmm. you're in such a hurry to want to get it set up and started. You also are on a budget. So a lot of people go for the wrong types of employees, I would say. I think it's essential that you have a great person on the desk that's happy, bubbly, welcoming, inviting. The receptionist is the most important business. That is the reason you will get patients booking in, will leave happy and also word of mouth. So it's essential that I think you find someone with them skill sets as well in dentistry. Depends on what kind of field you're looking to push. If you're looking to be a general practice, an orthodontic practice, implant practice, you get the person with the right skill set to be able to grow the clinic. Makes sense to me. I see here all the time people just fill seats. I need to just fill this spot. I have this opening. I have to fill this opening. And it's just a constant nightmare as opposed to waiting for the wrong person, which is very, or the right person, which is the wrong thing to do and very difficult not to do. You offer a discovery call on your website. We'll, we'll leave with this. Tell me what happens during that discovery call. What value will dentists find by having that sure, time so with you? Discovery call is where I find out what is stressing the practice owners out. What is causing headaches? what is causing them not to sleep at night, the thoughts running around their head. Or if they're at a stage where they feel like they want to grow or they're unsure how, I would discuss with them even personal life, how that can affect their role. I'll look at also their recall, how they're utilising their current patients and utilising free marketing so we can also get more. Yep, makes sense to me. I'm going to encourage our audience one more time to check out your website, linkdent.co.uk. Emily, thanks so much for taking the time to be with Thank us today. Thank you I appreciate so, much. It so much. Thanks for your time also. And yeah, goodbye from the UK.